0: What is happening guys, Danny Fang here and this is episode 2 of my podcast. Um, if you guys didn't catch my first podcast, just go one episode back. It's just me yapping on about me starting, well, kickstarting the podcast once again. Um, but yeah, the first few podcasts that I'm going to be doing are going to be more audio related just because it's just something that I've been doing for many years. And when I was in London while freelancing, I also worked for a brilliant company called Mahogany Sessions. And through that, um, I've done, you know, I don't know, probably like a hundred plus recordings with them or something like that within two, two and a half years when I was with them. And through that, plus do like, plus doing my freelance work as well. I have picked up a lot of, um, you know, insights, knowledge, and um, tips, tricks, and all that kind of jazz that I want to share with you guys. And hopefully these can translate to your own productions. And um, yeah, that is what we are doing for the next few podcasts. Um, I'm going to try and make this as raw as possible because I really don't want to cut up and edit uh, a one hour or 30-minute podcast sesh. So um, if there's a lot of ums and ooms and dead silent kind of thing, then you will know why, because I'm not going to be editing this to a certain degree, I guess, just because, yeah, I just want to kind of like do this as raw as possible so you guys can um, um, feel the space. <laughs> um, So yeah, without further ado, let's go into the um, first, no, the first breakdown, but the second podcast. Here we go. All right, all right. So the first breakdown that I want to talk about is. A mahogany session that we did um, in 2015. Um, I'm just looking at the upload date so um, I think it's around that time like if it says January 6 2015 so I guess it was probably sometime in December-ish we probably shot this. Uh, I, I forget I'll probably have to whack on my um, Pro Tools sessions to actually get get the actual dates and but Nevertheless, that's a, that's kind of irrelevant, so it was 2015 recording, we recorded Jacob Banks um, covering a song called Say Something by a Great World, by A Great Big World, sorry. And um, uh, what was it going to say? Yeah, so if you guys want to check out the video, of course, I'm going to put the link in the description below, which will link to this session at Mahogany's page, and you guys can go have a listen and see... the the visuals and the sound and all that kind of stuff. And on the podcast, I'm just going to be shouting out like some time codes and things like that. So you guys have a reference on what I'm talking about. So if you um, watch the video, it's a very, very simple. um, It's very, very simple video. So the camera starts from the top, which is this beautiful ceiling that light kind of leaks down into this hole. And the Camera pans down, the camera pans down, and then it just locks on the artist, the piano player and Jacob himself. And he performs, he does his performance, an amazing performance, of course, and then it just fades out, and that's pretty much it. That's the video, that was the format for the specific video. But just before I get into the breakdown, the, there were a couple of quote-unquote rules that were that were that we had to kind of um, work around. So one of the um, challenges was to shoot this without any mics in shot, or at least make it as minimal as possible. So very little cables and speakers and microphones and stands and stuff like that. They didn't want any of that in shot. So um, from audio perspective and from a housekeeping perspective, I had to keep everything very neat and clean and not have any of the, microphones and shots. So the video itself looks very simple, but the technical side of stuff was fairly difficult to achieve um, a clean recording or at least capture the atmosphere for this specific um, shoot. So that's the premise, just so you guys have um, some kind of context on how we did this. So this was all live, obviously, there was no overdubbing, none of that. So this happened on the day I just, and then I took it home. Um, you know, did some post-production things and sent to them, synced it up, and then we just posted it basically. So um, the equipments that I used on the day, I'm actually happy and thankful that I still remember and noted all these notes down. So um, I can actually share it with you guys. So you guys can actually get an idea on what we were using and how I I worked around all these um, uh, technical issues and things. So the microphones that we had was Uh, the AKG Perception 220. It's actually a microphone that I personally own. I bought this like six plus years ago or something like that with a buddy of mine. Um, I'm not really sure if it's still available on the interwebs. Maybe check it out. Maybe there's a USB version now. I think there's a USB version, but anyway. So yeah, um, there was the AKG Perception 220 and we also had a pair of AKG C1000S. I think that's the new model now. Uh, the older the, and the, the new model is basically all black, and there's this little switch, like a very prominent switch that you can just switch on the microphone. Um, but I believe the I believe the older version was like brown slash silver, which is a pair that Mahogany owned back then. I don't know if they still own it, but uh, uh, yeah, it was just uh, a pair, a stereo pair, and um, that was at my disposable. Disposal as well to use for the recording. Um, so there was that mic, the AKG C1000s. We also had the Zoom H4 as well, and um, everything else was tracked onto my laptop into Pro Tools. I think it was Pro Tools 10, but Pro Tools 10, 11, or whatever version you're on, it should work. Uh, the software doesn't really make. A dramatic sound change is not like I'm recording to tape or something like that. Uh, so yeah, I was tracking it uh, to Pro Tools 10. In fact, all of the sessions were tracked on Pro Tools. I don't believe I tracked anything on any other um, recording station. So those are the basic equipments that we had. Nothing too crazy. We didn't have any clip mics and things, so everything had to go through you know, condenser microphones and things like that. So no clip mics on that day. Um, so I couldn't get a direct vocal recording of Jacob. Um, so yeah, so that is the equipment. This was actually really, really funny because we wanted to. Um, we base the the challenge was we want obviously we didn't want any microphone in shot. We needed a speaker somewhere so the pianist can actually hear, you know, the piano, and Jacob can also hear the piano too. Um, you know to listen to it and have reference but also in the same time try to place it in a in an area where it's not too far that they can't hear but also not too close to my mics so uh, I can get as clean of an audio as possible so that was a little bit of a fiddle as well and i remember the amplifier was pretty heavy as well so we had to kind of like chug that around the room and kind of find like a sweet spot, but that was one of the challenges that we had to go through. And, and then the next one was, how was I going to record the vocals from, um, you know, when, when Jacob is singing. And this was very funny because like we had to, I, I had to try to get it as close as possible, relatively close to him as possible, while the framing is still fairly wide. So you can still see the room and you can still see the, space that you're in and things but there isn't any mics and and the thing is um yeah this was extremely challenging for me and i obviously i wanted it to be as close as possible to get that crisps 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 not crisps crisp sound and um so i can mess around in posts and things like that to make it a little bit more interesting i guess but um so the where did i place the mic i placed it literally at the edge of frame so if you just look if you just skip to let's say i mean yeah when the basically when the camera locks off so it could be like somewhere around like one about a minute 19 in or something like that where the piano is the akg perception two to zero which is the condenser microphone is literally at the edge of frame it's just right under the piano pointing up to Jacob when he sings, and if you notice when he sings, um, he's kind of angled and slash singing towards the piano. And that's because, you know, we talked this beforehand to have him sing directly, you know, facing the microphone just to get, you know, a clean direct sound. he sings. So basically the mic was hidden right under the piano pointing upwards and it was taped on the the E-Piano hard case. So the E-Piano hard case was was placed on the floor like a table and then we had the AKG mic taped on the case pointing up towards Jacob. And that was basically DIY on setting up. We didn't even have mic stands then. We 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 didn't. Um, yeah, we, we just we just didn't have mic stands. So we had to kind of work around that. I think we did have one mic stand, but the one mic stand was actually um, hooked up on one of the stereo pairs, the AKG C1000, which is placed somewhere in the room. I think it's probably um, right behind Jacob. Just to get some of like a mono recording of the room or something. And that was pretty much it. And then like for the piano, I just took a left and a right output of the piano from uh, the speaker, it wasn't from the piano. The piano left and right was going into the amplifier, uh, the heavy ass amplifier, which is to camera left, somewhere far camera left, somewhere hidden in the wilderness of the room. And um, thankfully, on the amp there was also a split so i could take a left and a left and a right out of the piano sound and take that feed directly into my uh, audio interface and um yeah and track it into protos oh and just a little side note um the interface that i was using on that day and actually across across all of Mahogany's uh, recordings and my freelance work and um, all, all, anything that I I had to record more than two mics. It was all recorded with the um, uh, Focusrite Pro Forty. That's what that's what I was using. I still have it. Brilliant interface. It works with FireWire. I think uh, FireWire is not really a thing anymore on on uh, the new laptops. But that's just a little information for you guys. And so that interface takes eight inputs. So, if you guys want to learn more about them, maybe I can put all the details in the links below. Just do a little quick uh, Google search. Um, anyway, so yeah, so piano uh, left, right. I took that onto the um, took the so the the direct signal from that onto my laptop. Uh, the vocals were tracked, obviously through the condenser microphone, the the AKG Perception two two zero, which was under the <laughs> piano pointing upwards. And um, as an experiment, I also placed the Zoom H4 in another room to just capture the reverberation of um, of the space. Because how this uh, location was designed is like, um, this room was kind of like a square slash circular room. So the first half of the room is kind of circular. So like where, if you look at the video, um, the background you can kind of see it's like kind of curved so that is a circular room but behind us where the crew was and all the gear was it became like a squarish kind of room and on camera left towards camera left there was a door that led to another just another room um, just another huge room an abandoned huge room and I thought it might have been interesting to kind of just place the zoom h4 in that other room because no one was there and I just put it over there and just hit record and see what I could capture from that. Because I mean, the the door was open anyway. So when, when the performance was happening, the sound was leaking into the other room, which created this beautiful, um, um, almost pure reverb sound without any direct um, interference, like from from the artists. As in like dry, dry sound. It was all just the washy, uh, watery kind of sound. Um, that just echoed around that that hole in the other room. So I just put the Zoom in the other room, cranked up the preamp, and not the best preamp, I must say, in the, in the world. I'm not really a big fan of Zoom's um, preamp, but nevertheless, I just placed it in the other room, hit record, we clapped up, and the rest is three. Um, yes, the recording, obviously. Uh, after when it's done, essentially my workflow. Actually, I should maybe the post work for this could be like another episode or something. I'm not really sure, but um, I could get into it. Why not? Let me just check how long this has been running for. 15 minutes. Okay, that's not too bad. Um, yeah, just a quick breakdown on my post work. Um, everything that I use for, for my work, for mahogany, you know. Even now, even the things that I'm doing right now, even like when I'm editing things for my film projects and stuff, I still use um, plugins by Waves. Waves plugins. And this is not an ad. I bought it. I use it. I've been using it for like, God, how long have I been using their stuff for? Many years. Probably like f- six, five, five, five years maybe? Something like that. But yeah, their plugins are are amazing. I really like them. Some um, audio files may may say otherwise, but um, I think their plugins are um, they, they they sound beautiful and very intuitive to to work with as well. So yeah, um, I'm not really sure if I should get into it because it's like a whole new breakdown. It's just a post breakdown on how I record it. but uh, essentially, like the work, the 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 post work that I do to it is. Pretty much, very very simple. I um I try to get rid of all the rumble sounds first. Um, anything between twenty hertz filtering all the way to maybe uh, that's seventy or something like, depending on the instrument or if it's vocals or something like that. And then you know add a little bit of EQ and compression and then just bounce that out. Uh, that's basically in a nugget. Um I, I you know what. I've decided maybe I should do like uh an an one maybe like one episode and on just um these kind of live recordings or just you know just just an episode just talk about like post work on how how I work in post doing sound and some of the philosophies um behind it as well so maybe I'll just save that for another episode but uh this is pretty this is uh, yeah this is pretty much it for the Jacob Banks um video um so the room sound that you actually hear when he sings, it's from the Zoom H4. That is the actually the recording from the other room that I just spoke about. And um, I don't remember if I did any post work on it. I probably did. I probably just cleaned it up a little bit because um, I know the preamp on the H4 is very... Um, the high frequencies, um, It's not it's not very pleasant. It's very aggressive and very sharp in my opinion. So I probably put like a little, you know uh e q filter or something just to kind of shave off the high just make it a little bit more um quote unquote warmer <laughs> warmer room tone warmer reverb and um yeah and um uh, just trying to see if there's anything else that i missed out um yeah also reverb on on the vocals as well like in post but I, as i said like i'm probably going to talk about that in another episode but yeah this is pretty much it this is really really simple setup really simple video very minimal as you can see but you know there it, it took a good probably like an hour of of just kind of you know breaking down and kind of strategically thinking where can we place the mics and things like that i had to you know speak to the director as well to kind of see what works and what doesn't and um you know, I was aware on on the lens that they were going to use and the angles and all this kind of stuff, you know, just like, just film language, you know, it wasn't alien to me. So, like, um, it, so I had to communicate that between, you know, between the film department and myself and all that kind of jazz. So, um, I feel like I'm rambling now. Yeah, I feel like I'm rambling now um so yeah i think i think we'll just call this a wrap for today um 19 minutes of a podcast that's a that's not too bad that, that's pretty short for a podcast but uh yeah um so yeah if um if you guys have any questions of course you can always just write me a message uh dm me through instagram at Hello Danny Fang if you want or through Facebook at Hello Danny Feng. Everything is at Fang. basically. You know, even my email, helloDanifang at gmail.com. Like if you need to contact me, it's very simple. Like my details is gonna be somewhere um somewhere below on whatever um directory that you're listening to, whether it be on YouTube or um, Apple Podcasts, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um anyway, so this is me for today. I hope you guys enjoyed um what you heard if um if why did i just say if it's so random um if you um i said if again what's happening i feel like you know the more that i think about that i'm speaking by myself the more nervous i get i think this is something i have to get used to as well with, with when, when i'm filming like my own videos like on on youtube that's a little bit easier to get away with because i just kind of repeat myself and then i just know what to cut out later when I'm editing, but, uh, this, I just want to keep it as raw as possible. So I apologize if, um, this, uh, uh, yeah, I just apologize if some parts are just a little long winded and if I'm repeating myself too much and things like that. Um, but anyway, I really hope that this, uh, this episode did help you guys in some way. Um, and, um, as I said, if you have any questions, just let me know and I'll do my best to answer, um, your questions and, uh, I'll see you guys in the next podcast. See ya.